So welcome to the Kent Online podcast. Um, I'm not even sure what day it is. I think we're on Wednesday, maybe the 25th of March. Um, This is going to sound obviously very, very different because like you, we're all now working from home and um, we're going to do the Kent Online daily podcast a little bit differently. Previously, it used to just be a roundup of the top stories going on in Kent. You'd hear some in-depth interviews, but obviously there is just one main story going on at the moment. That is, of course, coronavirus. But we want to pick out the positives that are coming out of this and things that are going on in Kent where people are joining forces and doing good within their communities. And I'm delighted that our community reporter, Ollie Kemp, is going to join me for the podcast. Hi, Ollie. Hello. How are you doing, Nicola? Yeah, not too bad. It's strange, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's a bit strange. I think when you said, I'm not sure what day it is, that definitely chimed with me. I'm unsure on that <laughs> right now. I'm glad you confirmed that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit like Groundhog Day at the, at the moment. I don't know if you felt that, but um, yeah, it is working a from bit. home has been challenging. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everyone's feeling the challenges, especially you know those that are working from home and you do your nine to five or however long, and then you think, right, now it's time to go. Oh, no, I'm already home. Right. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> just slightly move to a different room maybe or uh, go and do my one little bit of exercise for the day it's uh, yeah. it is it is a challenge it is are you being good and packing away your home office <laughs> i'm trying yeah we do I, i've got a spare room so i'm shutting that door once i finish for kent online and then try not to go in there again until the next day uh, but it's hard isn't it i've been trying to move around different rooms just because i feel like i need to need to see something different there's only so so long you can sit in one room on your own for i think yeah absolutely definitely especially when as you say you are on your own um but uh, thankfully we are hearing every single day some really positive things that are going on in kent which is lovely and has actually put a smile on my face a couple of you know yeah. for a couple of times which which is great and we've set up Network Kent on Kent Online. So if you haven't seen it yet, go along and have a look because this really is a space for people to share all the good things that are going on at this particularly horrible time. And the one thing that obviously people are talking about is how on earth they get food at the moment. I have my own struggles with trying to shop online. Um, But there are lots of things going on in the county to try and get food, particularly to those who maybe can't get out at the moment if they're isolating. Do you want to chat us through some of the stories that you've seen, Ollie? Yeah, I think one that, that really um, uh, chimed with me was that it's two brothers uh, from a pub in Strood set up a breakfast club. Uh, they run a pub, but they've set up this breakfast club for children in the neighbourhood. So Luke and Ben Chell, and they're the landlords of the... I, I can't actually... I don't actually know how you pronounce the name of the pub, Nicola. Could you help me with that one? <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a look at the yeah, name I mean, it looks pub. like Sans Pareil. Sans oh, Pareil. yeah, Sans Pareil, yes. Yeah, see, that just shows you how uncomfortable Near Fransbury, absolutely. <laughs> there you go, see? But so they, they basically launched this service for people who would normally get their first meal of the day at school. And obviously now now children aren't going to school every day. There is this, this issue where, where are the children going to get their meal? if that was provided by the schools that they go to usually. Um, so so th- these these guys who were kind of born and bred in the, in the area decided that they were going to do that and reach out to these these communities and make sure these children are being fed. So they've made sure that there are cereals available, yogurts and juice, and they're going to deliver those in the area whereabouts the uh, Wayne Scott and the Hilltop Primary Schools are. So those children that go to those schools will be will be getting these donated breakfasts from from these two which i think is just a, it's just such a lovely thing to do isn't it a real sense of the community rallying together in such a difficult time 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's um, it surprised me, actually, how companies have adapted so quickly. So people who would normally do one thing are perfectly happy to try out doing something completely different, literally with, within hours, it seems almost, yeah. to, to make sure that people, as you say, within their community have been catered for, which is fantastic. It also shows the, the power of, of, of social media and technology as well, that people are able to set these things up so quickly and people are able to know that it exists because 10, 15 years ago might have been slightly more difficult for these guys to get the message out there that they were doing it. But now things spread so quickly online and social media and, and I think that's probably helped them bring these communities together and, and, and explain that they're there to help them. Yeah, definitely. Um, you mentioned there about social media because there was an announcement on Facebook by this other one, Stone Willie's Pizza in Mepham, which again is a fantastic name. Um, <laughs> they are going to be offering um, free meals actually to the homeless and the elderly following the government's decision for the lockdown. So the manager there, Gary Sandu New, made that announcement, as you say, on Facebook. So of course, then that got out everyone in the community heard about it and we were able to put it on the network Kent pages of Kent Online so it's another example of someone kind of stepping up and realizing they've got a bit of a a community thing to do I suppose really they need to help people at this particularly horrible time Um, we've also got another one again about uh, a business that's completely turned around what it normally does this is a restaurant in Rochester so as we say normally a restaurant it's actually become a shop, hasn't it? <laughs> Overnight yeah, almost. Yeah. And, and Rico, it's Rico Sabo, isn't it? So they, they, yeah. they do tapas. And, uh, you know, t- tapas is definitely the sort of uh, the food that you tend to think of as a, as a particularly restaurant food. But, but now they're selling things like pasta, eggs, tomatoes, all the kind of things that they would usually use. And the sort of things that are actually quite difficult to get hold of in supermarkets at the moment. These are the things that, um, that are selling out because people are buying them and making sure they have enough in for whilst they self-isolate. So um, he's, he's actually been sourcing those products from his suppliers. Um, which I guess is filling a hole in terms of the supply chain for a lot of supermarkets in the area and making sure that people have all those essentials so they can make make their own food at home. And also good, I suppose, because if he already had food in stock, it's good to know that that's not going to waste now that he can't open as a restaurant. Exactly, yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm sure that, that these restaurants do have a, a big supply chain and quite a lot coming in. And he, there's a picture that he's posted, which you can see on our, on our story on Kent Online. And there's a lot of eggs there. There's a, there's a lot yeah, of beans. There is a lot, a lot of, of eggs. tomatoes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's fantastic to see that's going to go to people that, people that need it. Um, I don't know how tapas would work as a takeaway either. I think that might be a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not too sure. They're all doing fantastic um, things. I'm sure you'll hear about loads going on near to where, where you live. Um, another big thing that's come out of this is that suddenly we have hundreds and thousands of children off school. Um and being taught at home by parents who, <laughs> who are not teachers. Um, believe me, that's been interesting this week for me because I was I was working and obviously had my daughter at home as well. Suddenly trying to do uh, key stage two maths, which was a challenge and working out where she was in the curriculum, the sorts of things that she needed to, to learn. Um, I mean, it's, it is really an interesting time and a bit of a juggling act, but there are so many people kind of stepping up and saying, well, I've got this advice and how about kids do this? I particularly like the one that we've got here suggesting that children set up pen pals, which was probably a thing back in the day before the likes of WhatsApp and all the social media sites. But this Mm. is a mum from Raynham called Kelly, Kelly Binks, who she's got to take two months of unpaid leave from her job. She's got her children and she's suggesting that they set up um, 
you know, they, to stay connected with their friends, they become pen pals, which I think is absolutely lovely. That is a nice idea, taking it slightly off of the off of online as well, which actually might be quite a healthy thing to do every now and then. You know, do something that's a bit more physical, and and it's really nice, isn't it? I mean, I don't, I've never had a, I don't think I've ever had a pen pal. Thinking about it, I was thinking. Oh, Maybe I have, I but I have Sorry for you now. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's all it's all just WhatsApp groups, and, uh, <laughs> and that's it, really, isn't it? Um, no, but I think it's a, it's a lovely thing, and also I guess it encourages children to keep on writing as well, because that they're the sort of things that could really fall by the wayside, and I suppose things that you take for granted that they're doing every day whilst they're at school. Yeah, these are Ways to kind of convince convince them to keep on doing those things. There's another one I really liked, which was the um, Sheerness Artist who's sort of encouraged social media to, uh, sorry, to encourage children to get on social media and post drawings that they've done whilst they're at home, keeping that kind of artistic side up. I think that's a really nice thing. There's a great picture again on our website with, with him covered in paint. There's even paint on his glasses. I don't, yeah, know, goodness. I, I don't know if most parents would encourage that kind of messy artistry <laughs> in their houses. They might, <laughs> might get a bit freaked out by that idea. Yeah, absolutely. My daughter did want to do art as soon as you said we were doing stuff at home. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep away from the carpet. <laughs> yeah, chances are you might have seen or heard of um, Joe Wicks over the past couple of days as well because he started doing um, PE lessons as new for children on um, YouTube. But we've also got a lady called Belle, Belle Fisher from Extreme Dance Academy, which has got schools in Sittingbourne and Whitstable. And she's going to be offering free online dance classes as well. So there's not just the learning, there's the keeping fit and doing all the active stuff that children do at school as well, which is good, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're the sort of things that that are going to be harder to do. You know, the government advice to make sure you're only going out and exercising once a day, you're keeping your distance. It's going to be very difficult for parents to incorporate all of the exercise they do children would usually get at school so I think that's a really great thing you know I'm actually getting involved myself because I'm realizing that I'm starting to get quite just I'm very very used to sit sitting down and not moving anywhere you know there's no reason to move around much I think it's really good to stay, stay nice and fit and healthy so well I she's think, creating routines from her home in her bay so I reckon you should join in Ollie definitely. I will I'm gonna maybe I'll post a video on Instagram of me of me getting involved fantastic there's an incentive for everyone else to to follow our Instagram account or not, or not perhaps I don't know <laughs> uh, one final thing because obviously uh, the NHS are doing an absolutely fantastic job at the moment in very very difficult circumstances circumstances and obviously we all want to show our appreciation which might be a little bit tricky at the moment because we can't go out and about um, but there's there's a great thing going on tomorrow night we kind of want to get everyone involved do you want to explain what's happening yes yeah, so there's this national campaign tomorrow eight o'clock for everyone across the country to thank our NHS staff show our appreciation so the idea is that we're all going to clap for the NHS at the same time so whether that's standing in your garden your balcony in your living room by a window basically just to all clap together and show how much we appreciate these hard-working people on the front line right now um, and we'd also like to ask if any of you are able to safely film and share your street or neighborhood taking part in it then make sure you tag us on social media send it across to us because we'd love to show the rest of the county everybody getting involved and in supporting our, our frontline nhs services so yeah absolutely tom- tomorrow at eight o'clock yeah that's eight in the evening that'd be absolutely fantastic of course as ollie said make sure you're still social distancing but if you do want to stand by your front door or whatever and uh, and yeah just film it and join in i mean that's a, a great way isn't it to show appreciation and i'm sure doctors and nurses across the country will see loads of that online later on in the day so that would be fantastic yeah definitely hope we can be part of bringing that to them 
Lovely. Thanks ever so much, Ollie. Well, that is the first all-new Kent Online podcast. We're going to try and do this every couple of days or so, I think, to just run through some of the more positive things that are going on in the county. And um, if you have got any other stories that you want to share with us, get on, get in touch with Kent Online via any of our social channels or message us uh, through the website. We'd be delighted to hear about them. I hope you all stay safe and we'll speak to you again soon. 